0: For your awards consideration, Max presents Somebody Somewhere, the HBO original series starring comedian and singer Bridget Everett. The series follows Sam on a journey to discover herself and a community of outsiders who don't fit in but don't give up, showing that finding your people and finding your voice is possible. Don't miss the critically acclaimed series praised by the playlist as hilarious and heartfelt. Somebody Somewhere is now streaming on Max. We're here today on Crew Call with the director and executive producer of The Mandalorian Season 3, Rick Famuyiwa. Welcome, Rick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: You know, now that there is a multitude of Star Wars series, how does The Mandalorian in Season 3 continue to stand out? How does it separate itself from the rest? And you're thematically
1: yeah i mean i don't know if it's necessarily as much about separation obviously when the mandalorian first uh you know came on disney plus it was the first star wars show um and first star wars series and and sort of had a, a a lane all to itself and 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 i think uh in a real positive way over the years you know the star wars storytelling has started to evolve you know, with this being a, you know, a, a, a medium that a lot of fans connect to Star Wars. There are other series that came and have been successful. So I think, you know, part of it is is we just continue to tell the stories um, that that excite us and, and clearly around the characters that have been created around the show. And then also part of it is it's, you know, understanding that it is going to be a part of a, a bigger ecosystem which Star Wars is, that'll include series and also the films. And and so I, I think, you know, we will always be the, the first. <laughs> um and, and, and certainly I think there's some uh there's definitely some kinship from from the fans because of that. But I think it's great to see, you know, all the creative people coming into the world and and the stuff that's been happening around, especially around the series space. Um so, yeah, I mean, I think we we continue to do what we do and and hope it stands out, but also know that I think each show that's successful helps helps the others. So, it all you know, it, it's a shared success that I think we're we're a part of.
0: Now, I remember Dave Filoni saying how much he was inspired by Sergio Leone Westerns in the beginning for the first season. What was the inspiration here? It's about. You know, season three is about bringing bringing a people back together, re you know regalvanizing and staying whole and unifying. And yeah. I'm just curious, what were some of the inspirations?
1: I mean, I I think you know we've we've sort of uh, this storytelling sort of started off on a certain course where it was about sort of a singular character. Uh, and then that interaction, once he had this bounty and discovered what it is, and then I think it's the storytelling has sort of grown since then to, to sort of involve some of these larger themes. But I still think at the heart of it, it's we're still playing on, you know, the ideas around uh, the Western and and clearly, you know, the the space operas and things that, that and 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 and. Uh, and samurai films and everything that that inspired star wars to begin with and and i think much like the western as it as it started to grow and and the story started to become you know beyond just sort of rugged individualism to how do we make a society work uh you know uh there was an evolution in in the western storytelling too around that because obviously things had to change from from what it was once the west starts to evolve and once it starts to change and you and you encounter different cultural challenges and obviously you know challenges around different peoples coming together and so i think mandalorian just sort of fit you know this season it was sort of a natural evolution in that way and that you have this group of people that that have sort of a, a legendary background that we don't really know much about except through our limited interactions, first through Din Djarin, and then as he started to meet other Mandalorians like Bo-Katan. Um, and so uh, so I think, you know, those were, you definitely hit on what our our themes were for the season. And I think we we still sort of stuck to that inspiration of the Western, but also just the idea of the evolution of it and, and the way that the Western and classic Westerns did. Um, we, I think, sort of took a similar kind of way
0: have you selected an episode yet to submit for Emmys?
1: I have. Yes. I <laughs> I selected seven, uh, the, the the penultimate episode.
0: Tell me about that. What, what was what was key? What spoke out to you in seven? That's very interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that both I mean, I felt feel like both seven and eight worked as one piece. And 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 we quite literally picked up right where the last one left off uh in and, and you know from episode 7 into 8 um but i i liked 7 because i think for me it's sort of it it sort of it it was a distillation of everything that both i love to do in in the show and and i think what the show does well um it, it sort of got back to this relationship between mando and and grogu particularly as grogu gets his new sort of uh (laughs) toy uh, that he's he's now gives him more independence so i like that we were kind of continuing this story of this evolution of this relationship and as grogu grows and becomes more independent it's going to affect how they deal with each other um and then i also you know i I love that this is it was sort of an episode where we we start to see these these groups that we've heard a lot about come together and 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 what that would mean and and how Bo Katan as a character starts to emerge uh, in in many ways as sort of the voice um and of, of these people, but also getting a sense of her as a character and what she lost and what she feels she needs to regain um, in both in terms of trust from the, her people um, and also just in terms of her own leadership uh, and then and then clearly we get you know the the incredible Star Wars uh, council of, of villains <laughs> which you know uh, which also was just was fun but but helped to you know both you know explain and tie up a lot of stuff that was going on in our season but but clearly plant seeds for for storytelling to come and and the incredible Giancarlo Esposito is always you know uh, uh, you know bringing it every time he's on screen uh and then it it culminates in this uh you know Mandalorians back on their planet but then uh in the in the effort to have to fight for it they lose lose one of their own and we lose a a a critical character that uh especially over this season we we've gotten to to learn a little bit more about so it it had everything for me from humor to pathos um to to tragedy to action um and so i i just you know it, it was one that i think i was the most proud of in terms of my work, just being able to balance all of those those uh, those themes and tones uh, and then set up the ending, which, you know, which again, I think was uh, kind of the third act of of uh, of our our episode in in, uh, episode seven. So, you know, and that was that was kind of why I I felt like, you know, that for me represented a lot of what the season was for me and 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 I was really excited to to pick that one for for my for my episode at least
0: For your awards consideration, Max presents Somebody Somewhere, the HBO original series starring comedian and singer Bridget Everett. The series follows Sam on a journey to discover herself and a community of outsiders who don't fit in but don't give up, showing that finding your people and finding your voice is possible. Don't miss the critically acclaimed series praised by the playlist as hilarious and heartfelt. Somebody Somewhere is now streaming on Max. I'm always mystified by the look. I mean, I could swear you were shooting in Lake Powell in Utah. <laughs> I, and, yeah. and then there's that, you know, there's that moment where Din Djarin flies into Kalbala and, mm-hmm. um, and we see... Um, bo at the window. And there's like the mist on the window. Everything yeah. looks so real. And I asked yeah. Katie Sokoff about that. And she says, well, there is some real, if you could touch it, it's real. And, and I'm yeah. like, but, but you're not shooting out in Lake Powell. And yeah. <laughs> what is, is, is this 90, how do you work this? It, it, yeah. Is it, is everything in North Hollywood? Uh, I'm (laughs) like, where? Where? It's so crowded.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, look, we've obviously we we've we've been using the stagecraft technology and and the volume, which we call it, to help, you know, expand our storytelling. And and that's been a part of the storytelling from the beginning. Uh, So clearly, that's a big part of it. But but yes, to Katie's point, there is still a lot practically that that gets built both in terms of sets um uh and rain and for the most part this on set is still water and rain and we've tried to balance that with with obviously the incredible visual effects work that happens with ILM and and so it's a combination of of everything from going to lake Powell to get those plates which you know end up in you know in our our virtual sets uh so that that becomes part of our environment when we're shooting and and clearly those are, are builds that then become part of you know the overall look so yeah it's it's uh it's 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 taking all the magic and then and then we shoot some things on we you know there's, there are points where we go and do a couple things on location not a lot uh but uh but then but this season and, and past seasons we. we've We've gone on location to to do do some things as well. So it's uh, even though, you know, the stagecraft gets the bulk of the shine and obviously the work where we're still using all techniques and, and when we're telling our stories to try to build this world. And it, I think it's why there's such a it's such a time commitment and labor commitment and, and creative commitment for so many people to bring it all off.
0: So. There is a separate unit that will shoot separately for the VFX team on location. They'll go out to Lake Powell and shoot parts of Lake Powell, or they'll go out to the desert.
1: Yeah, we'll parts. have. Yeah, we, we 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 definitely have parts of that as we're building the virtual environments. Um, some as reference point, but some you know to to be to actually be into you know that we use within. The, the volume itself and and so yeah we've been to Lake Powell and 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 in season two when we had my my episode and in sort of the more you know tropical jungle environments they were in Hawaii to, to shoot some of those plates so uh so again you know there, there's still a lot of the sort of traditional VFX work that happens in post we we do in in prep because we're we're building a lot of these sets and environments beforehand um but we still we, there, there's still um there's still a, a you know a, a significant portion that still ends up uh either being cleaned up or augmented in in visual effects and, and kind of the more traditional way
0: the um i was thinking as the season wrapped it's going to yeah. be a while till we get to season four isn't it it's going to be a couple of years at least. I mean,
1: we'll well, again, we'll we'll see. I don't have any like uh, insight on on like the schedule, but it it's such an undertaking to to put these season together, and and I think because of the way we shoot it, and 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 how you know the the stagecraft plays into it, a lot of this stuff has to be thought through, built, conceived uh in prep uh and and you don't necessarily have the luxury to start shooting and say okay you know we'll, we'll we'll figure this out later so that work takes time that work has to get done and and obviously with you know if all the series that have been happening and and just trying to figure out you know even just production space and how everything slots in um, you know, there there becomes sort of a, a, a jigsaw puzzle of how to how to figure it out. So, um, but I know that there, you know, John is has written the scripts. I know that you know um, he's uh, you know excited about continuing to tell stories in the world, and and so when and how that happens, obviously considering everything, you know, we'll we'll see. But uh, but but yeah, I'm. I felt like this season, you know, was a was a nice culmination. But I, I, I'm I'm excited about season four, and, and it's certainly coming. Just don't know exactly when.
0: The um, can we expect a cameo from Grogu and Djarin in Ahsoka, possibly?
1: <laughs> As you know, I can't say anything about that. But uh, you know, I'm excited for what Dave's doing. He's been. You know these are characters that he he created, um, and I know for a long time it's been very special to us, particularly Ahsoka. So, um, so yes, I think Dave is is cooking up a lot, and and uh, but it's its own thing. I don't you know I don't know about cameos. We'll we'll see.
0: <laughs> uh, what is next for you? Are you still involved in the Black Hole? And if not. What what what
1: else? I mean, I think no, I'm I'm not involved in in black hole anymore. At least uh, in that usual, I am, but in that usual way that things happen and don't happen. You know, it it just it it never came together um, with the economics of, of 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 theatrical films and and how that's changed over the the years. But uh, but for me, I I'm you know continuing to. Try to figure out the best way to to tell stories within my voice. I, I love, you know, the time I'm I've been involved in Star Wars, so uh, I, I'm continuing to you know figure out what that might be in, in this world. But uh, but uh, but right now, just really excited about you know what we did with season three and and uh, and the undertaking that that was, and that you know by and large it feels like um it was it was embraced by the fans and and that's all you can really ask for
0: Rick Famuyiwa thank you so much
1: well thank you no it's a pleasure
0: <laughs> thank you thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline make sure you subscribe to us on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode